Hey guys, this is the Senior Studio Success Podcast, and I'm your host, Gina Golden. I've been a senior photographer for over 16 years now and run a successful studio in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm passionate about helping photographers just like you get profitable and productive in your own studios. As a mama to three boys, I know how difficult it can be to raise babies and a business at the same time. Over the years, I've learned to develop systems and strategies in the studio and at home that built the business of my dreams. Most days, you can find me curled up in a big comfy chair with a good book or throwing a ball in the backyard with my crazy dogs or out on location with an awesome client and a camera in my hands. But each week, I'll be hopping in here to chat with you about building the business of your dreams too. I believe our businesses should fit our lives and not the other way around. And if we just became best friends, I hope you'll join me back here every week to dive into the business of senior photography. Let's get to it, my friends. Thank you so much for hitting play today and coming back for another episode of the Senior Studio Success Podcast. I cannot wait to dive into this topic with you. I actually had something different planned for this episode, but when this came up for my Studio Secrets students last week, and I saw how some of them were struggling with overwhelm, I knew that it might be happening for you too. So I wanted to dive into this. The beginning of a new year can be so exciting and so refreshing, but it can also be very overwhelming. As photographers, we know what overwhelm feels like with sessions backed up that need to be edited, lab boxes that haven't been opened for a week, deliveries to get out the door, emails and calls to return, social media that needs to be posted. All of us are very familiar with that busy overwhelm. But when January hits, it's a quiet overwhelm that we sometimes face. There's this blank slate sitting in front of us and we have all these things we've put off during the busy season and so many fresh ideas that we just don't know where to start sometimes. Here's what I see. Some of you will put your head in the sand and ignore it all. You sit on the couch, you tell yourself that you've earned this time of rest. And you have, I won't deny that. But when it becomes an avoidance, rest time is over. It has served its purpose and now it's doing more harm than good. And then there are others who will run around like a chicken with your head cut off. Sorry, I grew up in the country. You have so many things going on that you do a little bit here, a little bit there. You go nonstop all day long, but you make no real progress because you aren't focused on one thing. That is definitely overwhelming because you're trying to be it all and do it all, but the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So let's talk about that downward overwhelm spiral that gets the best of us. It does me too. I put together some strategies that I know will help you if any of this sounds like you. First and probably most importantly, you have to recognize and acknowledge the overwhelm. Call it out. What does it look like on you? Which of those versions I mentioned earlier is you? Maybe it's something entirely different. Maybe it's a combination of both. Either way, know what it looks like for you. Recognize how you react to that overwhelm so that you and everyone else around you understands what is going on. Have those real conversations. Look, it's kind of like PMS. You got to let them know that you're going a little bit crazy right now. Okay? All right. Next, notice how you are feeling. What is lacking? What do you need in those moments? Do you need some quiet time? 
Do you need to be left alone? Do you need reassurance and support? What is going to help you the most? Communicate that to your family and your employees if you have them. They need to know. Next, I would take some time to write down your thoughts. Everything that is in your head. Sometimes this is the biggest problem. We try to use our brain as a big storage unit. That is not its purpose. Your brain is meant to process information, not store all of it. So I want you to get it all out of your head. This is going to be a combination of your to-do list with all of your business stuff and personal stuff and anything else that you can think of that needs to get done. Put those on the left side of the piece of paper. Just get it all down. And then on the right-hand side, this list is totally different. Write down all the thoughts that are coming up for you right now. Like, there's not enough time. I'll never get through all of this. Who am I to think that I could ever run a business? So make those two columns so that they're completely separate. Obviously, don't do this while you're driving, okay? Come back to it if you need to. Next thing, look at that right-hand side. There's probably a lot of drama going on in that list, right? Now, what is actually true? At first glance, you might say, well, all of this is true. Of course, it's all true. Of course, I don't have enough time. That's okay. That's what your brain does. It tells you stories and then it looks for evidence to prove itself true. We always want to be right. I don't have enough time is not actually true as much as it hurts to hear that. What is true, what is a true statement is there are 24 hours in a day. That is a fact that none of us can deny. I don't have enough time is not a fact, so it's not true, okay? So you're going to look at these things that really aren't true on that list. And here's what I want you to do. Write down a feeling beside each one of those. How does that specific thought make you feel? Does it make you feel angry? depressed, anxious, overwhelmed, happy, excited. Now, each feeling will drive an action or an inaction. What do you do when you're depressed? What do you do when you're anxious, when you're angry? You sit on the couch, pace the floor, scroll social media, compare yourself to others, go on a shopping spree, organize the kitchen pantry like a crazy woman, that's me, yell at your kids, We react to our emotions. Do you want to keep doing those things or do you want to try something else on for size? Did you notice where those emotions came from? They came right from the thoughts that you wrote down. So in order to change a behavior and action, we have to change the emotion. We have to back up and change the emotion, which means we have to back up again and we have to change the thought. Those thoughts that you wrote down, and this is for all of us, this is how our brains work, our thoughts drive our behavior, our actions, and our inactions because our thoughts make us feel something, all right? I hope all that's making sense. So keeping with that example of, I don't have enough time, what if we change that to, there's plenty of time to do the most important things on my list? How does that feel to you? Now, for me, it makes me feel a little bit more in control, more confident about my day. And when I feel like that, I can get so much more done. I don't go into this overwhelmed spiral of, oh my gosh, there's never enough time. There's not enough of me to go around if I just change that thought. 
So the first step in ditching overwhelm is changing your thoughts that are probably full of lack and scarcity. That I don't have enough time, right? That's full of lack and scarcity. So give yourself something else to believe and act from that place. Okay, now that you've changed your mindset around this, you should feel a little bit better. So let's go back to that to-do list. It's time to analyze it and prioritize your to-do list. It's up to you how you want to do this. You have to come up with your own system that makes sense to you. But I would personally divide that list up into projects and tasks. A project is something that will take several hours or may even cross over several days. These are the big things like revamping your website or finishing up that magazine you've been sitting on. Maybe it's something personal like painting your bedroom. Tasks, they're pretty self-explanatory. These are the little to-dos that add up on your plate, right? They probably only take five or 10 minutes in reality, but we put them off and it feels like a lot because the list can get pretty long. Now, go through each list and make some decisions. This is where we're going to be analyzing it, okay? You have to figure out what you're going to do with each one of these things. You have four choices here, okay? Delete it, delay it, delegate it, or do it. So you're going to make that decision on every single to-do on your list. Some things don't need to get done at all. Get rid of it. It's probably just some old stuff that you've had on there for a long time. If it doesn't fit where you are in life right now and in business, get rid of it. Some things can be put off into the future. Do that. Give yourself permission to procrastinate on those. That will relieve so much stress off of you. Some things can be done by someone else. Maybe it's time for a new honey-do list. (laughs) Sorry to all of my guys listening, all right? (laughs) Maybe it's time to find an assistant for your business or a teenager to come over after school to help walk the dogs, get the mail, take out the trash, do some laundry, vacuum the floors, grocery shop for you, get dinner started. There's no shame in that. I had a helper for years when my kids were younger for just a few days a week, and it was so helpful. And then you're left with the things that you actually need to do. What feels the heaviest to you? What would feel good to just get it done? Highlight those. What will move the needle the most in your business and in your life toward the goals you have set and the vision that you have? These are the things that are going to give you the most bang for your buck. Is it getting the website done so that you look legit and have some place for inquiries to find you this spring? Is it getting your back-end systems running smoothly so that your inquiries and clients have a great experience with you? Is it slowing down long enough to hire and train an assistant? Highlight those in a different color, okay? Now you're going to make an action plan. All right. You know what's the most important, so it's time to plan. Take those big projects and start breaking them down. What is it going to take to get you in the end zone for those? For all my non-football fans, that's where you score, okay? (laughs) You might want to get a separate piece of paper for each project or a new Google Doc or a note on your phone. But jot down the steps for each project so that you have a plan for completing those projects. Now I want you to take a step back and refocus. Sometimes you really do have to do this when you're trying to do this type of work, trying to come down from the overwhelm. 
it's really important to remind yourself of your goals and the reasons behind them. Why do you want to hit that revenue goal? What about that number is important to you? Do you want to bring your spouse home? Do you want to spoil your kids with a big vacation next summer? Do you need to pay off debt? Do you want to put a big chunk aside for retirement? Remind yourself of your goals and why you are doing this thing. That's going to come in handy the further along we get in this process, okay? Now, you got to figure out your capacity. Be honest when you answer these questions. Did you take too much on this year? Did you overbook yourself this fall? Are you underpriced? I can help you with that, by the way. Stick around until the end for an announcement for something insane that I have coming for you guys. But you should know, you know what your bring home number should be. You probably know the sales you need to bring that much home. Now, based on those numbers and how often you want to shoot is where your pricing needs to start. If you want to bring home $50,000 and only shoot two sessions a week, $600 digital collections are not going to get you there, okay? So set your availability for the year, but before you do that, here's what I want you to do. Block off your personal time and your priorities first. That always, always, always comes first. Do not put those last or you will be in the same place this time next year. All right, personal time and priorities first on your calendar, block that time, and then set your availability based on how much money you need to bring home and how many days a week you can work. All right, it's time to set your boundaries. You need to set boundaries around when you're going to take meetings, when you will shoot your office hours, when you will return emails and voicemails and, you know, all the things. If you have a hard time saying no, go back to that reason why you want to do this thing in the first place. You have to value your time. If you don't, neither will your clients. If you didn't get what I just said, please rewind back to that, okay? Next, you've got to put it on your calendar. Plans are nice, but you have to do the work. You have to set aside time to implement. Block off time on your calendar for those big projects. You need big chunks of time for those. And when that time comes, you only focus on that one project. In fact, I would not start another project or have multiple projects going on at one time. You need to do it from start to finish, even if it takes you an entire week. Stay focused, turn off the distractions, and just get it done. Move the needle. You are going to feel so good when you start getting those big projects handled. Okay, you have a plan. It's on the calendar. You're in control. There's plenty of time for the most important things. Now it's time to start tackling that list. We are all different, right? So you might get motivated differently than I do or need some ways to calm you down, something different to calm you down. Here's a few little things that you can try though. I love this. Put on some music that will totally pump you up to do the work. I have got to have music sometimes just to get started. There's just something about it. You just put on, look, I put on some 90s rap and I am good to go. <laughs> sometimes you got to calm your nerves and everything that's going on. So meditate, pray, sit in silence if you need to, just to calm down for a few minutes. Celebrate the small wins along the way. This helps so much, you guys. Remember what you are capable of and all the things that you have done. 
write down those, write down your wins on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, whatever you need. But it's so easy to remember the negative stuff, the things that went wrong, that we we forget to stop and celebrate even the smallest wins. So do that for yourself. Recognize that you are only one person and that you are not in a race. That's hard sometimes, I know, but let's just be real about this whole thing. You got to give yourself some grace when you trip up, when you snap at your kids, when you have a meltdown, when you sit in the pantry floor and eat chocolate. (laughs) Let yourself have a few minutes and then remind yourself of who you really are, who created you, who gave you this gift and this passion and your big reason why to get moving again. That will help you the most with overwhelm. I hope this was helpful for you. Hey, I get overwhelmed too, just like you guys. So I get what you might be going through. Stick with me for just another minute or so because this time of year is when you can make the biggest changes in your business. This is what got me the most was having to tell my little boy over and over again, just five more minutes, just five more minutes. So if you've ever done that, hey, I get it. Maybe you're exhausted from being chained to your computer. You have no family time. Maybe it feels like you're working your rear end off, but you have nothing to show for it. Maybe you've said multiple times, this is not how owning a business should look. Ever resent your clients because you're way overbooked and can't keep up? I did. And even more than that, does any of this sound familiar? You get people inquiring, but then they ghost you. You don't know whether you should follow up or not. You aren't making any real money in your business. Maybe you're confused by pricing and you're tired of recreating the wheel every year. Do you hate selling? Does it scare you to death? You have no idea what to say to close the deal, either in the consult, on the phone, or in the sales room. But what if it can look totally different? What if it gets to be easy? You get to be an awesome mom, have family time while building the business you've always wanted. I'm launching a brand new program called Accelerator, coaching photographers on consults, pricing, and sales. This is for you, whether you are a three-digit photographer or a four-digit photographer, whether you are all-inclusive or you're already doing some version of in-person sales. This is for you if you're ready to transition to IPS or if you're having a tough time with it. And yes, this even works even if you don't want to do in-person sales. This is strategy and systems that anyone can implement in their business, creating more success than you could have ever imagined. If you want to get confident with booking and selling, get out of this overwhelm, finally get yourself priced right so that you can enjoy life again, this is for you. This is not a small class. This is an entire program with in-depth training on consults, pricing, and sales. There's no need to be there live. You have lifetime access in a member portal. And yes, there is a payment plan option. It gets to be easy growing your business and watching it bloom into the dream you have always imagined. Are you ready? Let's do this. I am here when you are ready. So I am offering this amazing program right now at the pre-sale price of $777. That's a mouthful. 
it will be a $999 program. I'm going to drop the link here in the podcast description, and you can always DM me on Instagram. But if I were you, I would get in on that pre-sale before it is officially launched on January 19th. So that's going to be it for today. Send me your big aha moments. What really got to you in today's episode? What are you going to do to ditch the overwhelm? I want to know what you thought about this episode, about this topic. Tell me what you're going to do, not just today to get rid of this overwhelm, but how are you going to put these things into practice in your business and in your life throughout the year? This isn't just a one-time thing. This happens again and again and again. I cannot wait to hear from you. I love getting your DMs on Instagram. Big thank you, too, for leaving the reviews and sharing the podcast and your Insta stories. I love it when you guys do that. It helps so much when you do. Let's continue building a more profitable, productive, and purposeful business so that you can spend more time doing what you love with the ones you love. I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Senior Studio Success Podcast. Be sure to head on over to the show notes at SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash podcast to grab all the links and info from this episode. And if you loved it as much as I did, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another one. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon, my friends. Take care.